Blog Talk Radio. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Comment allez-vous? Ima, Ima. <laughs> hey, Carol. What's going on? Hey. What's good? What's good? <laughs> What's up, hey. Papa? Everything's cool. Okay. It's Friday night, so I'm good. Sheep to the meadows, Let's cows in the corn. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Work hanging out so, with Shmoo. Uh huh. How many glasses of red wine have you had? Red wine. <laughs> I have had zero red wine. Thank you. What? Merci oh. beaucoup. <laughs> Excuse me. But you didn't ask mm-hmm. me what else was in the glass, huh? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Must be tequila. I know you're not <laughs> drinking nothing brown. Papa, Papa, he didn't uh, put you over the brown. <laughs> no. I'll never give in. <laughs> I hear you. Mm-hmm. All right. So, y'all ready to get into it? tonight, Papa? Yeah, we ready to roll. What, what's your topic of uh, kick us off tonight? Oh, uh, man. I just, I just want to ask the panel, um, in all honesty, um, what do you think going forward, uh, previous President Donald Trump's intentions are in 2024. What do you What do you think he's going to do? What do you I mean, with all do? the stuff he has going on now, with contributions of uh, people sending him money and got people in his back pocket, what do you think he? Where do you think the world's going to be 2024 when it comes time for you know primaries? And do you think in the second part of this? Is do you think there's going to be a Republican person going for president, and who? That may be his biggest competition, because one person can only win the nominee for right. president. So, well, I think, think there's definitely going to be somebody uh, on the Republican ticket. Well, I know that he's. I won't say I know. I believe he's planning to try to be that person. And in answer to your first question, what do you think he's going to do? I think he's going to make a mess like he always does and then lie about it and blame it on everybody else. No, is he going to run in 2000? Oh, yeah, I believe he is. And who do you think will go against him in the primary? Seriously go against him, not faking it. I think possibly Mike Pence might try. Mm, But I think Mike Pence, he'll get knocked off quick. But I think he might try. That's wow. what I think. That's Makes interesting. Huh? Mm. Uh, look, both of them are sneaky, so you never know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so he could just be up there fronting the game like he's 
you know. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know. I don't know who we'll run. I know it'll be uh, Bama 45. He'll, he'll try to run, see what's going to happen. If he makes it in there a second time, I just don't I just don't understand us people. I would have to truly go to Canada for sure. I couldn't stay here. <laughs> um, who do you think in the primary uh, would be who would try to challenge him? Out of all the people that are uh, Republicans you now hanging around, might be might be Ted Cruz because he talks a lot of junk. <laughs> so. Now, I don't know too many, but Ted Cruz just kind of uh, rings in my ear right now. So never know. Even or maybe bit, look, maybe some maybe some of the bushes might come out the woodwork. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what? That's that's a really uh, <laughs> yeah. Bush is a really that was a good that was a good call. I think he never needs know. to get a little tougher. I mean, that would be one that would definitely be against him. Yeah. Yeah. Right, oh yeah, he right. definitely he had to grow some uh, backbone. He had to swallow those <laughs> testicles. Yeah, those testicles have to be swelled up a little bit. Yeah, or let them to... finally drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What you think, Papa? What, what's your opinion on that? I I'm I'm actually thinking that Mitt Romney would take another stab at it. Ooh. I think, I think Trump is definitely going to be in the runnings. He's going to definitely run for president again. There's no doubt because today he tried mm-hmm. to do something with his power that he didn't have. Yeah. He said he wanted to do an He's executive to get order. Executive privilege. Executive privilege. And Biden said, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you serious? And uh, so in any event, so, um, but I do think that if they had to come back, I do think Mitt Romney might be the one to... Uh, Rear his ugly head. How many times has wow. he tried already? It's been wow. twice. I know he ran against Barack. I don't know if he. Yeah, I think he did run. I think before. he tried twice already. Yeah. yeah he sure Maybe did. third time's a charm. Hmm. Who knows? <laughs> what about a uh, nutcase in Florida? Uh, <laughs> DeSantis. Uh, I don't think. Florida. I don't think DeSantis would challenge Trump. I think they got too much going on. That'd be almost like a yeah. That's um, true. They got a bromance going. Yeah, that's I don't think like, he's oh, that's like, like his, <laughs> his bro friend. Oh, that's boy. like two, two goldfish kissing in a fish tank. Uh, that's all. That ain't going nowhere. We we don't need it. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Yeah. All right. Well, uh-huh. we're ready for the rundown. If you're ready. Kettle, fire it up. All right, fire in the hole, I guess, huh? Okay, fire in the hole. Yeah. Go for it. We got quite a bit tonight. Hot topics. NBA players arrested for allegedly defrauding NBA benefit players. Wow, like you're not making enough money already. That's going to be interesting. Um, also, wow. Lax Estate sues Thermo Fisher Scientific over use of her sales. Also, supply crisis uh, drives Walmart and rivals to hire their own ships. I hit it and quit it headline. Kellogg's strike habits is U.S. cereal production. Also, D.C. gets a new um, area code. Okay. Um, also, L.A. passes one of the um, strictest vaccine mandates in U.S. Um, Biden acknowledges the um, indigenous. And Columbus Day message, right on. 
Also, founders of Black Home Shopping Channel to produce new channel on Amazon, Roku, and Apple TV. Kudos. And why Biden uh, can't fire Postmaster General Louise DeJoy? We talked about this last week. Also, um, it's going to be interesting. Our cocktail of the week, I got a surprise for us. We got Halloween coming up, so I got a big surprise on that one. What's popping with Papa Didi? Our weird news. Of course, we got to lighten it up. Man suing psychic saying she falsely promised curse removal. Also, Nutty Squirrel leaves 42 gallons of nuts in man's Chevy. And anti-flagellant uh, betting seeks to soothe late-night farters. <laughs> I'm just wow. saying red wine. Call it what it is. Living for the City with Papa Didi, my Hollywood rapper. Kiss the list and the last word. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with the hot topic. So I was looking over the Cocktail of the Week archives, and we've had so many really great drinks over the past year and a half. We've had our original signature drink called the Pajama Party and a Game Changer, and of course we have the last word. I like the Revolution. It was Hennessy, lemon and lime juice, agave juice, and bitters with jalapeno slices. I like that Crown Royal Flush with the Crown Royal Peach Stop and Cranberry Juice. Oh, yeah. And one of my favorites huh, was the, uh, wait a minute, what's it called? The Dutch Mule. Yeah, the Dutch Mule with the kettle orange vodka, lime juice, and ginger beer. There are so many to choose from on the apajamaparty.com website. So check out the Cocktail of the Week archives to get the recipes. And you can find out how to make the Cocktail of the Week and sip along with us. Are there instructions there, too? Sure they are. Along with pictures of the drink, so you know exactly what it's supposed to look like. So what's that y'all got in your glass? This is a boomerang. Uh, well, I got a kinky read over here. And I got the aviator. Get the recipes at Hi, welcome back to the John Party Money Host Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir. Laid back. Hey. Hey, it's time for the hot topics. And we're gonna kick it over to you first, Papa Didi. What's happening? Uh well let's see. This is this is crazy because this same thing happened in the NFL also with a few players from the Redskins and all their previous players. Because they have a uh First of all, you know, previous players have their medical plan is wrapped into their retirement or the fact they're not playing anymore. And there again, just like the NBA, some NBA players are uh, trying to def- the, uh, defraud in the uh, welfare benefits program by do- doing alleged stuff that's not legal. Okay, so in the shocking turn of events, you got 18 former NBA players and counting, all right, were arrested and charged uh, with... with um, fraudulently due to alleged fraud on the NBA's health and welfare benefits plan for $4 million. Hmm. Okay, according to reports, the FBI arrested Darius Miles, uh, Tony Allen, Glenn Davis, uh, Sabamian Terfar, Terrence Williams, Allen Anderson, not to be mistaken for Allen Iverson, 
Okay, oh. Anthony Allen, Shannon Brown, Will Bryan, Byron, Christopher Douglas Roberts, uh, Melvin Eli, uh, Mario Moons. Uh, looking at names, uh, Eddie Robinson, I know him, uh, Greg Smith, Charles Watson, Antonio Wright. Remember his name, but nobody who has a name that really falls out on a level of being famous. Yeah. Okay, maybe because famous people know not to do stupid stuff. Do stupid stuff, yeah. These guys was a, a ring of people that were, you know, players that were just either, you know, on the bench or either they were they were mediocre or whatever, what have you, or they did play in the NBA. Anyway, but now further investment revealed that that there was a former in, in New Jersey. Nets player Terrence Williams, who orchestrated the whole scheme. Come on, bro. Okay, even scheming some of the players that he reached out to. So he they scheming inside the scheme. Oh, man. I mean, you know, it's just like anything else. You know, look at all of your doctors your that are, that are milking and milking the uh, Medicaid. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially a lot of your Middle Eastern doctors. I won't. I don't, I don't mean to. You know, put them on blast, but maybe I do because you know they're famous for that shit. You know, they you bring you in the office for two minutes and put a stethoscope on your chest, and next you know they're getting two thousand dollars in the mail for Woo! Medicaid. Anyway, anyway, um, Williams alleged orchestrated a year-long scheme by recruiting other NBA veteran NBA players to participate to assist in offering them fake invoices to support their claims. Okay. And they run up different Trump charges. He led to receive at least three hundred and thirty thousand dollars in kickback payments from ten other players. Wow. They would get theirs, and then they would send him a portion of the money for making them money. All right, the thirty-four-year-old Williams also uh, allegedly helped three co-defendants, which is David Charles Watson and Antonio Wright, obtain fake letters to medical necessities to justify them getting lifetime benefits from other. Sources stuff where they would get them 100% benefits based on problems. So they, these jokers was just joke. Whew, oh they my were goodness. wheeling and dealing. Yeah, Williams also alleged uh, impersonating an individual who uh, processed claims at one point, and thereafter um, <laughs> oh, he got schemes. good to him. Yeah, Williams was really doing this thing. Among the false reimbursement claims described in the indictment is a $19 claim that Williams filed for. Uh, chiropractic services he allegedly never had mm. and then he received seven thousand six hundred and seventy two dollars in reimbursements. Okay, Williams also alleged obtaining a, a template for a fake invoice designed to appear as he had been issuing it by by office so he could take it home and, and do his own invoices. Mm. But this guy, I don't whew, anyway. So he was but, just uh, yeah, it just stuff, goes on and on. You know, just, stuff. I guess when people see a scheme that it works a couple of times, you know, it could be that the FBI has a hold on it, and they're just letting you, giving you enough rope to hang yourself. So That's unfortunate. But it's an ongoing investigation, and I'm sure as they start to unveil more people and, and figure out more stuff, because the doctors and everybody else, they're, they're singing like canaries because they ain't trying to lose their license, so. They're saying, well, the invoice look real to me. So, we'll you know, see. and what's what's really messed up about that is I saw that story on one of the news channels, and they had all the pictures of all of the guys, the the players involved. All of them are black. Really? I'm like, wow, really, y'all? Well, the NBA is most black anyway. Yeah, I know, but still, I was hoping at least there would be somebody in the mix that was not black. <laughs> 
Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. That's a shame. I did see one report where one guy said he was getting a claim he was he had gotten a root canal, but he was playing overseas somewhere. How in the hell are you getting a root canal, but you playing ball overseas? Come on, man. At the same mm. date, same time. Uh, yeah. And then they also said that, um, I don't know if it was an article or not, but all of these claims were done on the same day. I mean, come on now. See, that's, that's when crazy. it got sloppy. What is that? Come over to my crib and let's get it all done in one day. Right. Or people I mean, just copying the template and not realizing that nobody changed the date. Ooh. You got to change the date and stuff. You can't just say, yeah, I got this and that and this and that done and this and that. And then they were like, oh, yeah, how'd your game go? Oh, yeah, I was over in Europe playing ball. Really? Is that in the middle of the root canal that you got paid for, brother? Come on. Probably so. That's just being sloppy, being stupid, greedy, and sloppy. Yeah. We got can you please make sure that they all end up on the kiss it list? That I was just know that's right. There you go. And they, they, these are from different teams, right? Yeah, I think so. I didn't hear anybody okay. really call out what teams they were from. They just gave their names. They oh, put okay. their pictures up. So, and, and these people are still playing ball, so nobody's retired. No, so these Everybody's are all former. Playing. Didn't they say they were all former players? Yeah, former players, yeah. Oh, okay, I see. Uh-huh, so I guess they left so the I rope guess they're not making. Enough. Yeah, I mm-hmm. guess they're not making the money that they once were, so they came right, up with yeah. some of these games. <clears throat> right. Okay. All right. All right. Mm-mm. What else well, we got going on? Okay, I got the next one. Well, if you guys got any questions or comments, what we're talking about, hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306. All right. I'd love to hear from you. Press 1. I think we touched on this once before. This is the Lacks family um, from um, College Park, Maryland. I guess I'm not sure if this person's from there or the particular uh, um, case is in there. Henrietta Lacks, uh, matter of fact, you did a movie on her and Oprah played her. Estate sues Thermo Pfizer scientific overuse of her cells. Mm. Um, the estate of uh, Ms. Lacks sued a biotechnology uh, company on Monday accusing of it selling sales that doctors of, uh, at John Hopkins, of all places, took from the black woman in 1951 without her knowledge or consent as part of a racially unjust medical system. So the estate um, federal lawsuit says that Thermo Pfizer, based in uh, Whitham, knowingly mass-produced and sold tissue that was taken from laxes by doctors at the hospital. So mm-hmm. what they're saying is she had she died of a cervical cancer. She became the first human cell to be successfully cloned and have been reproduced um, infant, infinitely ever since. So they're making money off of her sales, and Crazy. her estate or her family hasn't gotten any money from it. And I'm not sure how they found out, but um, 
it says on, on, on the website, the company says it generates approximately $35 billion in annual revenue. Come on now. Wow. And this happened well, in 1951. Well, oh, for her sales. Okay. That's crazy. Yep. Because um, they said that her sales were, um, they've been used in countless scientific and medical innovations, including the development of polio vaccine and uh, a gene mapping. So, I mean, that's, that's huge stuff. That's big stuff. Yeah. That's major. And, yeah. So, because of this woman, you got a lot out of this, you know, the, her particular sales, and you continue cloning them. And the state, I mean, I don't know if she had any children or not, but they're not getting anything. Wow. So, let's just see how far this going to go. But uh, yeah, they did a movie on it. So, her name I don't is. Understand uh, how- how do these mm-hmm. medical facilities just decide to use somebody's cells that they're cloning and doing all this research and making all this money from the products that they create based on this black woman's cells that they've cloned and her family is not reaping any of the profit? That, I, it just, I don't it blows understand. your mind. I know. Yeah. But my thing is, I wonder who, who who broke the case. How did somebody? Apparently, somebody inside must have been a scientist. Somebody must have found out that this is what they were doing, and this was her cells. So apparently, maybe they did some research because she had cervical cancer. Um, maybe they were doing some biopsies or different things, and found out her cell was um, a pretty good cell to to, to use. But her not knowing, I mean, come on now. I mean, we don't want to do the racial thing, but is it because she she was black and she and 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 they could have been looking at okay, she's already died, but we want to save her cell because it's an interesting cell. You know what I'm saying? You know how scientists are. You know. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, that's all well, that I can think of. But still, well, um, reaping reaping family, the benefits. I hope her family wins their lawsuit and gets paid. I agree. I agree. So, yeah. So we need to put that um, that um, thermal Pfizer scientific on on the kiss it list. All right. What's the name of them again? Thermo Pfizer thermo. scientific. Thermo Pfizer. Pfizer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Got so it. We'll see. All right. We'll see how far it goes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of well, money. Well, I've got a follow-up. Uh, last week we were talking about the problem that's going on with the supply crisis, with the ships, uh, those supply ships coming from overseas being just basically anchored in the ocean because they can't get to the ports in California to have their merchandise offloaded because they're so backed up. It's so many things going on. You know, they're shorthanded on staffing, so they don't have enough hands to offload the stuff. Only so many ships can get into the port to be offloaded. So as a result, you got all these ships just sitting out in the ocean. They've been out there for weeks, and they're just sitting there waiting for their turn to get to the port uh, on the West Coast 
in Cali to get their stuff off. So in the meantime, you've got ships that at one point used to carry grain and food and all that kind of stuff. Now these same ships are carrying Paw Patrol, Batman Transformers, and baby dolls and all that kind of stuff. They're sitting out there, like I said, anchored in the ocean, waiting their turn in line. But what's happening now is retail giants like Walmart are chartering their own vessels to beat this whole problem with the global supply chain backup. So, I mean, they're paying like around on the average of 20000 just to charter a ship or anchor a boat, whatever they call it, a cargo ship. They're trying to get their own ship to get their stuff directly from overseas like China, Japan, Taiwan, wherever they get their stuff, and have it come to a different location so it's not coming into the main port. And these stores like Walmart and Amazon and um, I don't know if Apple is doing it too, but companies like that are now saying, you know what, we can't just keep waiting on this backup to get cleared up because the longer we wait, the more stuff we can't sell, the less money we're making. And what they're doing in the meantime is the stuff that they do have, they're upping the price. Because, as you know, the supply and demand ratio, if there's only X number of products and everybody wants them, then they raise the prices. So if you get the product, you end up paying more for it. So it's pretty much that's what they're doing. And they're saying that they justify it, the higher price, is saying because we're paying more because of COVID, because of inflation, and whatever other bullcrap reason they throw in the mix. Everybody's justifying why they're adding more cost to the prices. So like I said, these these companies, these are like your big companies. They are now chartering their own cargo ships to try to bring stuff in. And we're talking about stuff like clothes, furniture, electronics. They got billions, with a B, billions of dollars worth of stuff sitting on cargo ships just sitting there out in the ocean, chilling, because <laughs> they can't get to it. I don't understand. Why, why is it floating? Is it because of the manpower or, you know, what's the problem? Why they can't get the merchandise? That's what I'm trying it's to understand. A, it's a combination of things. You have so many ships. One person described it as it's like a 10-lane highway trying to get into five lanes. So you have all of this traffic trying to get into like five lanes, which then merges into one. So imagine mm. if you're driving and you try to do that from ten lanes to five to one, you can you know gotcha. what the nightmare is. So imagine if in the process of doing that you have a toll booth up there with one person working, a single toll wow. booth, and they're up there making change and doing all whatever, and all these people are trying to get through this single lane. It just gets ridiculous. And people are feeling, if you're in that line, you're like, can they just open some more booths? Well, yeah, you could if you had more booth workers. More people. But you don't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you got to work with that one person who's worn out, tired, irritated, pissed off, and they're doing the best they can. But that's the problem. So, you know, you you got Mm -hmm. like Target, Home Depot, Costco, Dollar Tree, Walmart, all of these companies now 
are starting to get their own cargo ship. And like I said, they're paying in the in the area of around twenty thousand just for that one trip. So I don't know how much stuff they have on in those ships at one time, but they're mm-hmm. trying to, I guess, get as much as they can for that twenty thousand. But you know, wow. the consumers are going to pay for it. I'm so. quite sure it's a drop in the bucket for them. Twenty thousand dollars ain't nothing. Walmart they making billions of dollars. On up. Yeah, and prices are going up too. I mean, you know, but um, everywhere is going up, so it doesn't matter. And it's going yeah. to get worse around the holidays because you know they were saying uh, they were talking about shop early. Like we were talking early about Thanksgiving and shop early and send packages early through the mail. So it, it's going to be yeah. a whole lot of lot of mess. So. Well, you know, I think they're really just trying to justify up in the price on stuff. I heard somebody today talking about Thanksgiving and saying you should start buying your cranberry sauce and your stuffing mix and all of that. I'm like, really? In September? Come on, y'all. This is getting we're in October. Red wine. Red wine, we're in October. <laughs> no, but I'm like, okay, it's just it's crazy. Oh, it is October. I'm sorry. I said September. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you raising your mm-hmm. hand, Papa Didi? Papa Didi's raising his hand. What do you want to add to that? What's up? What's yeah, I want to <laughs> chime in on something, first of all. Get on in there. Okay. Uh, I let the other story go by with the the uh, the black uh, people's cells being used. Oh, yeah. Henry I let that go by because I could pick that up on what's popping. But I will say this here about this stuff with the Walmart and all these other people like that. Now, first and foremost, if you remember a little while ago, this is my opinion. Okay, I'm just putting my two cents in. Now, Walmart never wanted unions and stuff from the beginning, okay? Mm-hmm. So, and you also got to remember that back in the day, down on the docks, they had something called uh, longshoremen. Okay? Right. Longshoremen was workers on the docks. They used to keep stuff rolling, keep stuff organized, okay? Now, when you take out unions, generations come along, people retire, things are done different. The the shoreline is a mess now. It's a bunch of foreigners down there, a little bit of mafia, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And like you said, uh, Kettle, these people got money these different places. Target is a family business that's been going on since the beginning of time. Walmart Mm -hmm. got all kind of money, but they wanted to still ride with that cheap transportation down at the docks. Mm -hmm. But between COVID, no unions, all kind of corruptions down at the docks, it's become a traffic jam. Now Mm -hmm. they're saying, oh, we need to get our own ships. Well, you should have been got your own damn ships. Okay, because you got enough money to get your own ship. Hell, you got enough money to get your own water. They could bring the ship in the damn water and build their own docks. They could build a river right next to the store. That's what kind of money they got. But, you know, they don't want to. Everybody wants to be cheap. And because whenever you cheap and shit go awry, who gets the bill? We do. The consumer. Yep. Every time. Oh, it's because of the buy, 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 buy. I mean, we're still paying money on an airplane ticket for a, nine, a, a 9-11 tax 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Hell, y'all ain't made that money back yet in 20 years, <laughs> 9-11 tax. 
you know, and I'm not disrespecting the day, don't get me wrong. But like That's I said, Walmart, like you, you dollar store, mm-hmm. uh, I ain't got no sympathy for near one of them motherfuckers. Excuse my expression. None of them. At Walmart gets a ton of my money, okay? A ton of it. <laughs> All I can spare. Mm-hmm. I even run to Target, throw them a few dollars every now and then, and push come to shove, I run the dollar store. So they all getting some of my money, every last one of them. Every last one of them. So when they sit back and say, oh, well, the docs is backed up. Yeah, because the generations have changed. Nobody's there. There's no union. There's no organization. Same old people yeah. doing the same old thing. Cutbacks, people getting paid off. All of a sudden, all right, let this through. Let that through. Hey, Walmart threw us 20000 Go ahead and let that ship through. Bye, 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 bye. This is the kind of talking conversation that goes on. And Walmart, on one level, is frustrated as hell, but on the other level, they can rip off the poor people, so they're kind of still making their billions. So, like I said, mm-hmm. I just wanted to put that out there, but do me a favor. Don't have no sympathy for none of them bastards, okay? Mm-hmm. Just spend wisely and uh, don't worry about them because they need to get off their ass and get their own ships and, like I said, their own damn water. Okay. Anyway. Uh, I'm not mad okay. at that. Uh, yeah, you're right. I'm not either. <laughs> Right, they they All definitely. Right. I mean, I'm like, yeah, y'all getting your own ship, but mm-hmm. who's gonna pay for that ship? That's right. the problem. Yeah, right. Well, if you guys want to join the conversation, hit us up tonight nine one four eight zero three forty three zero six, and press one. Press one. All right. All right. All right. We'll take a little CC. Absolutely, and we're coming back right. with the hit 'em and quit 'em headlines. We're gonna hit 'em, and we're gonna quit 'em. On the Pajama Party Show. Hey, this is Kettle with the Yellow Top. I'm waiting to hear from you tonight. I'm at the Pajama Party Live. You can reach us at 914-803-4306. Or you can check us out on apajamaparty.com. I've got my opinions, but I want to hear yours. Papa Didi and Red Wine are trying to beat me down, so I need you to call back and back me up. I know you're out there. I can hear you breathing, so call me now. 914 803 I'm right here on WBJP Blog Talk Radio. Waiting to hear from you. Uh, here they come. I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. All right, welcome back to the John Party. One of your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, it's time for the hit 'em and quit 'em headlines. Woo woo! All right, I got the first story, which has another level of familiarity for familiarity as the other stories. Now, this is Kellogg's. Okay, add that to the billion dollar business list. Okay, Uh-oh. now what did, what did they done? Kellogg's now? strike halts its U.S. cereal production. Okay, they ain't paying monkeys. How much damn Kellogg's have I eaten? Well, they've been. <laughs> Rice Krispies, Raisin Bran. Anyway, I can go on and on. Okay, work at all. Work at all Kellogg's Company U.S. cereal plants came to a halt Tuesday as 1,400 workers went on strike. Okay? But it wasn't immediately clear how much the supply of Frosted Flakes or any other co- or either of company's other famous brands would be disrupted. Mm. Okay, Frosted Flakes, all right, they're great, 
okay? Billion dollar company. Just that one cereal alone. All right? Tony the Tiger. Breakfast cereal sales has spiked during the pandemic. Why? Because people are sitting home eating cereal. Mm -hmm. And lazy motherfuckers ain't cooking shit. They pull, uh, hey, I call cereal colon blow. Oh, my God. Colon blow. Okay? You know, blow is known as the, you know, the white girl goes in your nose. You eat enough cereal, you will shit. Okay? It's called colon blow. You got to get oh, some shit through your intestines. Okay. Eat you a couple bowls of cereal. You'll shit. Anyway, uh, getting back to where was I? Red Wine told me that, as a matter of fact. That's oh, fine. my gosh. I'm Do not that put on. that on me. Okay, the strike includes uh, Kellogg's plant at uh, Battle Creek, Michigan, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Memphis, Tennessee, and Omaha, Nebraska. Mm. Okay? The union at the Battle Creek-based company has been at an impasse at the bargaining table for more than a year, said Daniel Osborne. He's the president of the local union in, in uh, Omaha. The dispute involves an, assort of, an assortment of pay and benefit issues, such as lost premium health care, holiday and vacation pay, um, different reductions that the company wants from their pay based on whatever it's supplying, like they supply the plastic gloves and everything they use to process the stuff. The company wants a little kickback on that. And the, the retirement benefits for those who are about to retire. Okay? Wow. So the company continues to threaten to send additional jobs to Mexico if the workers don't get off their ass. Uh, here okay? We go. All right. So um, the company said they were not going to accept any outrageous proposal that's taken away from us because you're threatening, us to, you're threatening to send the jobs to Mexico. Okay? So Anthony Sheldon, who's the president of the bakery and the confectionery uh, tobacco workers and grain workers union, he stepped in and said that, uh, look, we all got to work together, so all this, let's all calm down because mm-hmm. here's another division of Kellogg's which has to do with baking and confectionery uh-huh. and tobacco. I don't know. What is it? Is rolling papers? Um, maybe Kellogg's makes top paper. Who makes top paper? Who I makes easy know. water? I don't know. Kettle, who makes easy water and top paper? I know you're down with that. Oh, hey, <laughs> no idea. Anyway, the reported threat. Okay, the, the company's reported threatened to move to Mexico. Uh, doesn't sit well with Osborne, who's a avid union man. He says uh, there's too many threats that has to do with Nike and Under Armour and everybody else that threatened to go to Mexico. And after a while, Mexico's going to have much more business than we have. So at this point now, they're losing over $120,000 a day Whoa. at different plants. Being this, being this cereal's not being produced, but right now they're living on the back stock. Of stuff they already have in the back stock, so so Kellogg's is tripping, and uh, Walmart can't get their products off the dock. You know everybody's tripping it's a right lot now. Of problems. Oil can't get in because they can't. They the the, the 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 trucks that deliver oil to the gas stations they can't get drivers for that. So and uh, the Senate don't want to pass the uh, you know the bill for the uh, what do you call that? Oh, the debt ceiling? Inf- infrastructure. Yeah. So we're going to hell in a handbasket. Pretty much. So as they say, stick your head between your legs and kiss your ass goodbye. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, the, ans- the answer to your question, Papa D.D., uh, rolling paper comes from France. From where? It's France? imported, yes, from France. 
All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> top and Easy Water. Oh, Easy yeah. Water is owned by the Reynolds Company. Reynolds uh, American. Oh, oh, the, the, the uh, Rolling uh, Top Paper. Uh, Republic Top uh, Republic Tobacco Company owns Top Rolling Papers. Oh, right, that's right. Top. Yeah, um, they've been getting. I'm more of a top person myself. Yeah, well, Easy Wider okay. is owned by Reynolds American. Yeah, Top was mm-hmm. too big. I mean, Easy Wider was too thin and too wide for me. You know, mm-hmm. at least that's what my friends told me. I never really mess with the stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, moving on. Hit them and quit them. All right, moving on. Oh, like you said, uh, DC is getting a new area code. Interesting. Oh. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, the uh, phone numbers with the district's new 771. Wow, I might have to play that really? number. <laughs> That's a good three digits. Area code will be issued starting next month, and using the area code while dialing will be mandatory starting this weekend. Oh, crap. Okay. DC's area code has been 202 for as long as there have been area codes. That's true. Back in the 1940s, it's one of the oldest area codes in the country and a source of uh, pride for many residents. The 202 area code will soon have some competition. Here's everything you need to know about 771. Ten-digit dialing begins for all calls in the district starting on Saturday, October the 9th. Wow. It's going to be some mad people tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, most of us have been dialing 10 digits for a long time, but you might need to check things like um, auto dial and apps and programs years ago. Alarm systems also could be affected. The new 771 area code will be issued to all new phones starting November the 9th. Um, wow. Hmm. Let me see. When do 202 numbers run out? We fully expect the 202 to run out sometime between November of this year and the third quarter of 2022. Interesting. So that means new phone numbers issued in D.C. will have the 771 area code. However, because phone Companies buy phone numbers in huge bulks and blocks. You probably still be able to um, get the 202 area code. Wow, didn't know. Um, goes on to say there are more than 10 times the number of 202 numbers than there are people who live in D.C. About 690,000 people live in D.C., but there are nearly 8 million 202 phone numbers. Wow. Wow. That's a lot of numbers. It is. Uh, And while the number 202 has gone up by the thousands every decade, the number of of pay phones in D.C. has plummeted. In the early 80s, there were more than 11,000 pay phones on streets. Today, only six remain. (laughs) Wow. Uh. Wow. They, They have been temporarily disconnected. I was going to say, I can't believe they were. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Um, but that'd be interesting for them to come back. I mean, uh, but everybody has a cell phone, so ooh, ooh, they would be really no use for them. So, yeah, interesting. Well, I some, think if somebody needs to make an emergency call or something, you know, I think I think the pay phone does have some type of you know use. Everybody's not yeah, that fortunate. But, yeah, but remember so that you said the um. 
um, they used to have the phones. I guess they were for the cops, the little phone things that they had. Um, they were using them. They were decorating them around town. Um, it wasn't a phone booth, but it was like a phone. Um, I have to look it up. I'm not sure what it's called. I know what you're talking about. I'm only 29. I'm not really sure. Anyway. I know you're in red wine. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. Uh, All right. So new area code for DC 771. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's going to take me probably five years to get used to that. (laughs) Well, they're late to the game because a lot of other places have gotten new area codes years ago. Yeah. Right. Pennsylvania, Berlin, mm-hmm. you know, please, wow. they, 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 but, they, but you see how long D.C. has had that 202. Uh, oh, yeah, without 40, a doubt. So. Yeah, yeah, so, all right. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. long one. It all is. right, I got another one for you. This one's out of L.A. Uh, Los Angeles is soon going to be requiring that people show proof of full vaccination or a recent negative COVID-19 test to enter many indoor establishments. Um, they're saying that this is one of the strictest vaccina- I mean, vaccine rules in the country when it goes into effect starting next month in November. Uh, the L.A. City Council on Wednesday of this week approved the ordinance, which will apply to indoor restaurants, bars, gyms, shopping malls, entertainment venues like the Staples Center and movie theaters, places like that, and your personal care places like your nail salons, hair salons, um, spas, those kind of places. And this goes into effect starting November the 4th. So if you're in the L.A. area and you have not been fully vaccinated, you're going to have to have proof of a recent negative COVID-19 test to go into any of those places starting November 4th. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're saying that retail places like grocery stores farm, and pharmacies are not going to be included in mm-hmm. that mandate. Okay. Um, the ordinance passed with 11 votes, one short of the 12 needed to go into effect immediately. So that's why they had to push it off until November 4th. Uh, but it is allowing for medical and religious exemptions. So as far as that vaccination proof, if you say I have not been vaccinated but I have proof of a negative test, that test has to have been conducted within the last 72 hours. So if you got tested last week or four or five days ago, not good enough. 72 hours is the window for the test. So L.A.'s cracking down. So, you know, of course, people are saying, well, you know, we're concerned about the burden on small business and all. I'm like, y'all need to be focused on saving lives. The businesses will be okay. What you don't need in a small business is to somebody come in there and infect everybody and have to shut the business down. So, all right, that's all I have on that. All right, back over to you, Papa Didi. Hmm. What else is happening? Uh, Biden looks like he uh, he acknowledged the painful wrongs to uh, the indigenous people, and on the Columbus Day message, he highlighted that the suffering of indigenous people over the last uh, 
few hundred years where they were just saying rah rah Columbus Day Italian yada yada yada, you know. Uh-huh. And said, but look, um, he didn't do it by himself. He said, cut the crap. Yeah, cut the crap. <laughs> you know, the indigenous people was here by the time Columbus got here. How are you gonna sit down and have dinner with people that are already here? And you yeah. act like you. How do you discover something? How you discover something already, that was already here? Yeah. Because every time you see a picture of Columbus covering America, there's always somebody on the pier waiting for him to pull up. I just never understood that. <laughs> yeah, but you discovered. I just it. that when okay. you discover something, you're the first person to step on that land. Like in the in the North Pole or somewhere, you're the first one to put feet in the snow, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But so this has been going on for years. You know, the different other nationalities, uh, Hispanic and. Everybody else other than Italians were raising hell, saying, look, it was our people that was that we owned the boots, even though the queen authorized and gave money to, mm-hmm. you know, Christopher Columbus, and they took the boats out, to, what was it called, the Nina, the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. Santa Maria. Right. But these boats were, even with the names of the boats, the boats had a more Hispanic, Latino name on them, so... You know, mm-hmm. history could be twisted to the max, and as, as African-Americans very well know, it's either not reported or reported wrong or reported based on somebody's convenience that is being told, too. So Biden stood up and uh, said that, uh, you know, look, I'm going to throw it out there for the Italians. We're going to still celebrate on the 12th of uh, October or any any Monday thereof to let the government okay get a piece of it but uh, in all actuality when I give it all to Christopher Columbus we're going to try to give it to the indigenous people as well as the Hispanic and anybody else that wants to grab onto that because it took a whole community of people to go down the river even though y'all didn't discover shit because it was already there <laughs> but it's already written in the history books and uh, and they're not going to take it they back they ain't going to take it back so all right. there you go well, shout out to the president, the president. I know thing. that's right Hey. Said, look, we're going to call this Indigenous People Day. So y'all right. can get mad if you want. Well, that's good because it's on my phone. I'm like, okay, what day is this? All right, man. <laughs> Kudos. All oh, right. boy. I know All right. that's right. All right, hit him and him. Um, that's right. Kudos to Chris and Roberta Holmes. They're the founders of the Black Home Shopping Channel. Streaming on Exposure Network TV uh, has been announced that they are producing a new channel on the network. The streaming home marketplace expands the power of 24-7 stream shopping at affordable rates. The kickoff for the channel is an, an international vendor event that provides a platform for entrepreneurs to create and uh, info commercials to showcase their products services worldwide. Content is accessible on Roku, Amazon Fire Stick, Android TV, Apple TV, along with um, Android mobile devices as well, uh, reaching 160 million homes in 128 countries. Wow. Kudos, kudos. Good for uh, them. goes on to say, yeah, during the pandemic, Exposure Network TV managed to gain over 800,000 app downloads. Wow. Um, the group of Exposure Network TV caught the attention of media executives, and over the summer, Exposure TV Network President Sam Lawrence was awarded a $2.5 million content merger with HBO. You better work now. Go on now. Okay. I need to get this out. Um, 
They said he's also Lawrence is also the publisher of Exposure Magazine, co-publisher of Key, Keynote Magazine, uh, in partnership with international speaker and trainer Sean Fair. Okay. Um, so in 2022, content on Exposure Network TV can be viewed in flight on uh, United Airlines. What? And uh, Delta Airlines. Okay. Okay. We want to learn learn more about the Black Home Shopping Network streaming on Marketplace and Exposure Network TV at ExposureTVNetwork.com. Wow. I say kudos um, to Chris and Roberta Holmes. Hey. And look, maybe we have finally arrived, huh? Our 40 acres in a mule, huh? <laughs> hey. You said that was Exposure, Exposure TV Network? Dot com, yes. Correct. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you, All right. You, you trying to join now while we're on the air? I'm going to check them out. Because I, I get on CBC and HSM, but if there's a black home shopping channel, I'm going to check them out. I personally think there's enough money to go around, enough business to go around. I think a lot of these business, a lot of these business, a lot of these businesses, Amazon and Walmart, they could stop doing business today and still stay filthy, dirty rich. And you know, it's time that people stop letting other, letting other people, let other people get into the, into the fold. And that's why, this why, this is why ships are backed up mm-hmm. now. Just to reiterate what we were talking about earlier, okay. ships and buses and all kind of stuff is backed up because the rich is so rich and they got the line so full. That nobody else can mm-hmm. get in because they, they killed the unions, they killed the longshoremen mm-hmm. on the water docks, they killed everything thinking they could do it themselves, and they can't. Mm-hmm. You know? There you go. Anyway. I said spread right. the wealth. Yeah, spread the okay. wealth for sure, but nobody's going to do that. Jeff Bezos doesn't need to get all the money. What was going on with the Postal Service and um, mm-hmm. Postmaster General Postmaster General Louis DeJoy? Mm-hmm. And we were trying to figure out why doesn't Biden just fire him? Fire that. Why is he still in office? If if Trump put him in, why didn't he go when Biden got in? Mm-hmm. So we did some research and found out some interesting things that maybe our listeners didn't know. So while the president can fire other high-ranking executive officials at will, federal law prohibits the president from firing the postmaster general under any circumstance. I was like, what? what? Wait a minute, but how did the previous one get fired for DeJoy to get in? Well, let me tell you. Biden can attempt to get rid of DeJoy. No, no, no. No, I don't know the answer to that. So well, let me then, just finish telling sorry, you what well, I do. Right, go ahead. Well, you ain't talking about Biden can attempt to get rid of DeJoy indirectly, but there are legal uncertainties certain to trigger Republican complaints of what they call norm busting, which is basically saying that's not the way normally things are done. Oh, so so we didn't come, the Democrats will say we, but fuck it, I'll be down with it. Okay. So so the Democrats didn't complain when Trump fired the previous one. They didn't complain with norm busting. Because they had the majority. So I'm going to go back. I'm going to get to it. Regardless, you're saying it no, was a I'm law that it. can't be busted. But so there's, how there's was it an busted exclusion that has to do with the majority on the – there's a board of governors, 
So let me finish telling okay, you. Okay, so this, you give me vanilla chocolate and strawberry ice cream. No, okay, let me just ahead. finish telling you. So, unless, um, okay, so we talked about the legal issues about if you do that anyway. So DeJoy would basically end up remaining in control for months or years to come based on the legalities of everything. So the problem ironically originates from Congress's desire to insulate the Postal Service from politics, which is crazy. For most of American history, the Postal Service played an integral role in what they call the spoil system, and the Postmaster General was a plum post that people wanted, you know, wanted to have that job. And that person in that job was considered to be an ally of the president. But in 1970, Mm -hmm. Congress overhauled the whole structure of the Postal Service to get rid of that tradition and um, basically to make the Postal Service independent. So to oversee the Postal Service activities, Congress established a nine-member board of governors that's nominated by the president and confirmed by the Senate. So no more than five members of the board can belong to the same political party. So you're always going to have a 5-4 mix on the board of governors. Right, that's what I was saying. I will get to it. So you always have a 5-4 mix. It's either going to be five Dems or five, five Dems and four Republicans or vice versa. Or you could have some independence in there, but you can't have more than five members of any same political party. So once Congress confirms these people to the board, the governors can only be removed by the president, but they can only be removed by the president if they have cause. And cause is meaning that if this person who's one of the board members on the uh, one of the governors, oh, wait a minute, the, what do you call it? The governors on this board. They have to have done, like, something heinous or crazy for the president to be able to justify saying, this person has to go. So you can't just kick them out because you just got elected and I want to put somebody else in. They have to have done something that you can justify getting rid of them. So, and then, like you said, it has to go through Senate approval. So, but as far as the postmaster general he can only be, he or she, can only be removed by the board. And then if the board decides to remove Postmaster General, they have to be able to justify that decision. So they've got this whole thing kind of locked up like in a circular kind of situation. So but it still doesn't go back. Okay. It still does not go I'll talk about it on what's possible. Okay. So the Board of Governors currently is dominated by Trump appointees because – the Senate Republicans refused to confirm President Barack Obama's nominees to the board. And what happened is when they refused to do that, he nominated people because there were vacancies. He nominated people. They refused to, they being the Senate, refused to um, uh, confirm those people. So the vacancies stayed vacant. So then when Trump got in office and he nominated people, the predominantly controlled Republican Senate, of course, approved everybody that Trump nominated. That he wanted. So that's how you ended up with a Republican-dominated Board of Governors Everything. at the Postal Service. And then they wow. put in 
the joy. They got rid of, it wasn't the president necessarily who got rid of the previous one. The Board of Governors got rid of the previous Postmaster General. And but they, but they what did in, he do so heinous? I don't know. See, these are the questions. I that don't are know being what he did, but they oh, got rid of him. But you, but it says you're supposed to have something that he did that no. they can point to and say because of this. I just remember we want to get rid of. We'll get. We'll, we won't even. Yeah. So anyway, that. that that's how this whole thing worked. So because Barack okay. couldn't get his people in because the Senate was run controlled by the Republicans, the Republicans left it open, and then when Trump got in. He brought in who he wanted, so the whole thing got taken over or predominantly controlled by the Republicans, right. and that's what happened. So that's the reason okay. in a nutshell, that's a long way of saying, that's why DeJoy mm-hmm. still has his job, because Biden can't just outright fire him unless he can come up with some justification based on something of a, a major situation that DeJoy has done. Okay. So, that's, right. the, that's the whole deal on that. All right. Look, now, now we need a drink now. <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't quit it. Time for the cocktail of the week. Ooh, what you All got right. for us, Kevin? Uh, yeah, I got a doozy one. We're getting ready for Halloween because we're going to need this one. Because after that bullshit that you just read, I, I just, <laughs> I'm like, okay. That's just a bunch of crocs. Um, called the Halloween Bloody Orange Cocktail, and I need two of these right now. Um, it's one ounce of triple sec or contour, whichever you prefer. I prefer contour. One and a half ounces of orange vodka, ice, one can of uh, Fanta orange, and lemon zest. So we're going to pour the triple sec of vodka into a cocktail shaker. Half filled with um, ice cubes. Shake very well. You want to strain it into two blood slime ram glasses, because it's Halloween, remember, and pour uh, in the Fanta and garnish with a lemon zest if you so desire. Yep. Mm. So that is called the Halloween Bloody Orange Cocktail. Um, The picture that I see has two little eyeballs on top, but uh, I mean, you know, if you oh want to get that gory, <laughs> that's your choice. But uh, check it out. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for that, Kettle. And on You're that welcome. note, we're going to go refresh our beverages and take a quick break. And we're coming back with Papa Didi. And uh, what's Papa? Yeah, I'm, I'm a pop the hell out of something. Oh, boy. Yeah. He's chomping oh, at the bit. Yeah, we'll be back with Papa Didi and what's popping on the other side of the break on the Pajama Party Show. Your finest cognac over a glass of ice and a short glass goes great with Papa Didi's segment. Living for the City on Blog Talk Radio every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time or apajamaparty.com on a live stream. I want to talk to that Papa Didi myself. I'm going to hit him up. It's on 914-803-4306. Once again, that's 914-803-4306. And you should too.
Hey, welcome back with John Party One. You host Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. I'm on the spot, darling. Okay. Ooh, Papa Didi. All right, me and I got a minute to talk here. What's poppin'? As you notice, when Red Wine was talking earlier, I kept asking the ultimate question of why. You know, and that seems to be what's missing today is that we don't get an answer to the question of why. It's only because as as decent people would live or or have been raised, you know, they're not what's called hell raisers, okay? Now, Trump came in with this uh, hell-raising disposition and sprouted it and fertilized it and watered it every day and watched it grow. You know, he watched all his... Uh, I guess you would say his, I wouldn't even say Republicans, half these jokers would just trade rednecks and everything else. Everything that came out of the woodwork that wasn't even decent, that was raised like maniacs and fools, joined his team. That's why the first two years, everybody was being indicted, kicked out, put out. You know, it was just a mess. I've never seen a person with an administration from the very beginning that it was more lawsuits and more crap going on with every last one of them. But let's get back to this post office thing. Trump just came out and said that this person was fired. And the people that you were speaking on, uh, Red Wine, the um, board, so to speak, followed suit. Because Trump just put a fear in everybody's heart. But just like Bernie Back says, I ain't scared of that motherfucker. Okay? And, and I'm not saying that to make a joke. But we cannot fear people that have no intellect or intelligence. Because that's just arrogance and belligerence. It's got nothing to do. You can have muscle, but muscle's no good without smarts. I ain't never seen anybody win a war that didn't put together a strategy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can have all the talent in the world. Look at the United States basketball team. Hell, they almost lost to the France, and they, they lost to Nigeria in the, in the uh, preliminaries and everything else because all they had was shooters, but they ain't had no togetherness. If they didn't have... Um, What's that boy's name? Uh, Kevin Durant. In the final game, they would have lost that shit. But Kevin Durant, being as bad as he is, he scored the points they needed and the consistency kept right together, and they beat France in the final to win the gold medal. But if Kevin Durant wasn't there, they would have lost because there was no togetherness. And like I said, getting back to Trump, he thinks he's a badass. Do what you want to do. Say what you want. You're fired. He started that stuff on The Apprentice on TV. You're fired, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired. Arrogance. And some people fear arrogance. Me, myself, I just sit back and say, what's wrong with that motherfucker? You know what I mean? Because you're going to burn out eventually. He's, what, 75, 76 years old? In five years from now, he'll be drooling on his shirt and pissing in his pants. He's probably wearing a fucking, uh, what do you call that joint on your, in your drawers? A depend. He's probably wearing depends already. And no disrespect to him, I wish the man lived to be 100 years old. But Father Time catches up with everybody. You can only be evil but for so long until it works on your psyche. People won't follow you. I'll give you an example. The girl, who's the girl that did, did, did all that music, won all them Grammys? What's her name? Uh, she was wearing all the costumey stuff with the... All oh, Lady the, Gaga. No, 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 not Lady Gaga. No, 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 the white girl... No, no, no. The white girl, uh, she was just at the uh, the Met Awards looking beautiful now. But she was dressed oh, up Billie and all. Oh, Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's look at Billie Eilish, for example. Now, 
Billie Eilish, when she came out, she was wearing like like a a, 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 a muumuu. Okay, with green hair and all kind of shit hanging. She had great music with great rhythm, but she was all covered up. But then she went to the Meta Fair with the hairstyle nice, big old titties hanging out, cleavage showing, looking sexy as a motherfucker. So now all now what happens to all her followers that are still wearing the muumuu? That's wearing all the makeup and the crazy shit and the earrings hanging, and now Billie Eilish feel like she wants to show her titties now. And this is the same thing I'm saying about Trump supporters. Trump is being crazy, but he's turning nice people crazy. But what happens if something happens to Trump? He falls off, or he gets Alzheimer's, or he ain't powerful no more, or he's not relevant no more. What happens to the people that was following you? They don't know where to go because the Pied Piper ain't blowing the whistle no more, ain't blowing the horn, ain't blowing the flute no more. When your leader falls off, what do you do if all you was was a follower? Well... If you're just a follower, what do you do? What happens to your leader? And this is what's happening with the Republican Party right now. Everybody so. thinks they're the shit because they're not leading. They're following. But if you're just following, you ain't shit. Woo. You need to be a leader in order to have a position. But you can't just keep giving money to Trump's campaign and thinking you're a strong Trump supporter. But what are you? Mm. What are you? I tell you what you are. You're losing $56 a month to his bullshit cause. Okay, and, and in 2024, he's going to try to run again, but he's not going to win because he's going to be three years older, three years stupider, three years less relevant. Like I said, Billy, I was saying Billy Eilish. That's her. She's showing titties now. Mm. Okay? She's like, yo, fuck this. I'm a woman. I'm showing my stuff. I can't be looking like no water moccasin no more. Them days is gone. And what, what, if, what if a follower messed around and scarred up all her titties in, in, in the name of Billie Eilish? With Billie Eilish saying, no, I'll show you titties. I can't. I fucked them up two years ago when you wasn't showing them. You know, that's all I'm, that's all I'm getting Woo. at and saying is that, look, you can follow people as much as you want, but don't lose yourself. So anyway, I'm, I, I'm done with that. Ooh, wait. Okay. Eating dropping. Ah. Dropping bombs, mics, everything. Dropping everything. Mm-hmm. Mm, everything Woo. ain't nailed down. Watch out. Well, I was about to get up and say, you better <laughs> preach, preacher. <laughs> uh, I tell you, the next three years is going to be deep. It's going to be deep because all that cockiness, I think all them Trump followers are going to realize that uh, what we do now, that Trump ain't leading us no more. Who do we turn to? Mm. You know what I mean? Hey, man, that's a mic drop right there. I don't think they're going to find nobody mm. that got the same arrogance as Trump. Mm. I know that. going to be right. interesting. Yeah, it's going to be real interesting. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, mm-hmm. you know what comes next. Papa Didi got uh-huh. heavy on him. Gave us all that oh, heavy wisdom. We got to lighten it up. Got to lighten it up. Lighten it up. Come on with it. I have weird news. Uh, I got the first one here. Oh, okay. Uh, Lighten it up, California man is suing a psychic saying uh, she falsely promised she could remove a curse. California Uh man is suing a psychic who he claims falsely promised to save his marriage by removing a curse. Put on him by his. Oh my God! Here we go. <laughs> put, put, 
me just put this man on kiss the list. Mario <laughs> said in a lawsuit filed in uh, Torrance Superior Court and seen by NBC uh, Los Angeles that he paid psychic Sophia Adams to remove the saved curse. He accuses Adams, her businesses, psychic love specialist by Sophia and her family of negligence, uh, civil conspiracy and international and inter, uh, neglect implication of emotional distress. God damn. Okay. He's seeking $25,000 in damages. Wow. Mm. Really? He uh, how, do you get, said, how do you get that from us? That's crazy. <laughs> that, that is crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. So, so the guy Mario said Adams uh, requested $5,100 to remove the curse, and he paid a $1,000 down payment to lawsuit. So he didn't pay everything. So I guess mm-hmm. until you pay the other half, she's going to remove the curse. So you owe her you owe her forty one hundred dollars, but you're trying to get twenty five thousand dollars from her. That is crazy. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That's crazy on multiple levels. Yeah, that's why this is weird news. Well, how about if you paid her a thousand and you're not satisfied, why don't you just sue her to get your thousand back? How are you coming up with I need twenty five thousand dollars? The stress. According, I don't believe nothing. Okay. Yeah. You're right. That's why it's the weird news. Yep. So he claimed that it didn't help. You know, first thing, I'll get the curse off so nothing changed in the, in the marriage or whatever. So he's like, look, I'm pissed. I want my money back. <laughs> so he was looking oh, for a God. guarantee. Okay. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. All right. We're going to put him on the yellow bus. <laughs> Yeah, you in the yellow uh, bus, Maria. Uh, uh. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of nuts, I've got a squirrel out of Fargo, North Dakota, that's nuts for walnuts, to the point where he collected, this squirrel collected 42 gallons of walnuts and stored them in the back of somebody's Chevy Avalanche truck. This guy, Bill Fisher, said he came home from a four-day work trip earlier this month and discovered that his truck that had been parked outside was filled with black walnuts. And he said each of these nuts is like the size of a lime. And uh, he took some pictures and posted it on Facebook. He said the walnuts were tucked into every nook and cranny of his Chevy truck including the engine compartment and the fenders. He had to remove the fenders and stuff just to get all of the the nuts out of his truck. And he said he ended up filling six, uh, seven six-gallon containers. So he said, after I pulled off the fenders and cleaned all the walnuts out, I thought I had them all, took it down the road, turned the corner, and found one rolling down the windshield wiper, I mean, down the windshield where the windshield wipers go. He said these nuts were every place. Uh, He said that the red squirrels have been using his truck to store nuts from his neighbor's tree every other year, which is when the tree goes into its uh, maturity cycle. 
and he said that he had other vehicles that were close to the tree, but they always go for the truck. So he purposely had parked it on the street as far from the walnut tree as he could, and they still find his avalanche truck and put all their nuts in his truck. And he said the squirrels would sit right there in the tree and watch him clean all of those nuts out. He said he felt like the tr- the squirrels were sitting there like, we see you, buddy. Those are my nuts. And he said that uh, he wasn't prepared for how many he was going to find in that truck. But he said this time it was a record. The most he'd ever gotten out was four or five six-gallon buckets. But this time he got seven buckets. So that squirrel must have been busy. Maybe he needs to move his truck somewhere else. <laughs> I guess. But he said even when he parked it on the street, the squirrel still put all the nuts in his truck. Okay. He should have something for him, you know, something repelled him from his vehicle. So. I guess. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? All right. What you got, Papa Didi? Oh, this is crazy here. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't they all anti? What's this word here? Flatulent. Uh oh, anti-flatulent. Okay. Anti-flatulent betting seeks to soothe late-night farters. Okay. Oh, righty. All right. Here's I, I need a I need a voiceover voice for this. Really, that's Uh-oh. how interesting a story is. Do either you or your partner find yourself farting up a storm Woo. in the dead of night? If the answer is yes, then don't worry. Your secret is safe with us. Then we may just have the product for you. Oh, what you got? All right, it's called uh, Shreddies. The mm. company's Shreddies is the company behind the game-changing anti-flacuant underwear. Mm. Has recently announced its latest innovation, and it's one that is sure to be a hit for the whole family's anti-wind bedding. Okay, Shreddies mm. carbon. Undersheets and Duval cover filters have carbon panels built in to trap the stench of foul gas to help people with bad wind and those they sleep what? next to. Okay, according to the company, the flatulent um, filtering debit cover included in your inbuilt carbon panels to trap fl- flatulent gases because they escape through your your David, whatever. Oh, this is. This. Is that duvet? Duvet. Oh, they talking about the duvet covers. Okay. Okay. Whatever. I, this shit is just. Anyway. Wait a minute. So they say all you need to do. All right, here we go. All right. Let's just let's just simplify this shit. All you need to do is simply insert your own duvet into mm-hmm. the cover of your get ga- into into your covers. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. All you need to do is <laughs> in, insert your own duvet into the cover. And your gas will be discreetly filtered all night long. Both yeah. products use the same. Both <laughs> products use the same technology found in our award-winning underwear. Now they have underwear they as well. They make underwear that keeps the gas. It keeps the gas. When you fart, it goes into the carbons of your drawers and it just absorbs in there. This highly okay. uh, <laughs> carbon acts as a uh, absorbent, which attracts the traps, fabulous odor, and simple reaction. And it, it let now it, it it keeps this this unit keeps the smell in your drawers, and it 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 simply uh, reactivates it when it's washed. It cleans all the funk out that's being held in your drawers. 
Now, what about people who don't sleep? What if you don't sleep with drawers on? So what is? I your, guess it, well, these are sheets, right? You yeah, but they're also saying sheet. they're saying their product that their underwear oh gets trapped in their drawers. But anyway, Whew. okay, this product, this uh, brand new product, is oh the latest in a long line of uh, successful odor eliminator products that Shreddy brands have known Whew. to include in their uh, patented underwear uh, undershorts. So if you pull up Shreddies, which is spelled uh, S H R E D D I E S. I I, I I really venture to see what their website looks like. Mm. It's Shreddies, S-H-R-E-D-D-I-E-S. I'm not promoting their asses, but uh, they're saying that the average person, which isn't me, according to, Sh- <laughs> according to Shreddies, according to Shreddies, they're saying that the average person, the average person passes gas 14 to 20 times a day. Now, I do. That's a lot. I do not pass gas 14, <laughs> 20 times a day. What are people I don't think I don't think I farted all day. I'll be honest with you. I don't think I farted all day. I'm just saying. I want to know what's up with your diet if you have that much gas. And they say also people experience most of their farts when they're laying down. So this company got a real hustle. These motherfuckers, straight hustlers, straight hustlers. <laughs> They're making you think that your ass is not your friend. Hey, how do they know that you fight laying down majority of the time? But 14, 20 times a day? Do you fart 14, 20 times a day? That sounds very excessive to me. Look, some people be farting and moving. Like if you're Mm -hmm. in a store and you go past something an aisle, and you're like, oh, my God. They be farting and moving. You don't fart. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about where they get their statistics from. Oh God! I don't, I, I don't fart fourteen to twenty times a day. I and, think their fart yeah, statistics what? are off. Yeah. What, what and, I'm, and if I fart like more than usual, it, it's almost leading to me having to sit on the toilet. It, it's a, <laughs> you know good. A couple good farts is yeah. good prelude to having to take a crap. <laughs> That's a warning shot. That's a warning shot. <laughs> Hell yeah. Look, if you guys got any questions or comments about our weird news, hit us up tonight, please. 914-803-4306. If you guys want to know about the stats on the farting, hey, we know the stats for sure. We're going to take, gonna take a quick break. We don't have to. I need oh, to yeah, we got to go do some fart counting, and we'll be back on the other side of the break of the Pajama Party Show. This is the Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio. The Pajama Party is produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment at www.dchomegrown.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306 and tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved just for you at the pajama party, so call us now. And remember, it's PJs only, no clothes allowed. Pass it on. Log on to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner or call 914-803-4306. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Is it tea time, darling? All 
All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. Um, I'm one of those Papa Didi. I fart about three times a day. Oh my uh, I'm here with Kettle. <laughs> Hello. And Red Wine. Oh, swine, darling. Ooh, okay. I'm trying to regroup after that story. Okay. It's time for I'm Just Saying. Okay. Red Wine, okay. but I'm just saying. Yeah, let me get serious now. Yeah, get serious. I can't stop laughing over yeah, that. that. Story was <clears throat> that was crazy. Ain't nobody farting that much. No, that's a lot. All right. So there's a story I read this week about a teacher who made a racist statement to her class of eighth graders. Now this happened in Winterville Charter Academy, which is in Winterville, North Carolina. Now, check this out. This teacher had the black kids in the class raise their hand during some type of lesson she was doing about the Constitution. Now, once their hands were raised, the teacher told these black children, and these are eighth graders now, she told the kids, if it wasn't for the Constitution, you all would be my slaves. Not just slaves, but you would be my field slaves. Now, one of the parents, her name is Kanisha Tillman, uh, her child came home and told her about what happened in the classroom and what this teacher said. So once other parents in the media and social media got wind of this situation, the school's principal sent a memo home to all the parents saying that, and I quote, it was a racially insensitive lesson and that action would be taken. Okay, so first of all, I'm just saying, call it what it is. This goes beyond a racially insensitive lesson. This woman is a racist, pure and simple, point blank, period. Now, the memo from the principal said that two racially insensitive words were also reportedly used by multiple children in the same classroom without and this is another quote, without appropriate redirection along with inappropriate response from the educator. Okay, translation, two other kids said something racist, and the racist teacher didn't check them on it. Now, what had happened was a white kid called one of the black children nigger and also called him a fried chicken lover, and the black kid told this teacher, this racist teacher, told her what the kid said, expecting the kid was going to get in trouble or get reprimanded or something. But racist teacher responded by saying, oh, well, we're all a bit racist. Are you serious, lady? I'm just saying, call it what it is. The black kid then decided to handle the situation on his own. He called the white kid cracker-ass cracker. Well, there you go. So now, if the kids in that class hadn't told their parents about what this teacher's violent racist behavior caused her to say, she would still be teaching at that school today. Now, fortunately, she will no longer be doing that because her racist ways were exposed, and thankfully, she resigned. She should have been fired, but she resigned before they could fire her. Now, the school says that they handled the situation as soon as they were made aware of it and that the kids involved in that whole nigger cracker remark 
will be disciplined according to the student conduct handbook, whatever that means. But, of course, the school then issued a statement about how they don't tolerate racism of any kind and that the teachers at the school will undergo culturally sensitive training, which is what they say all the time after some bull like this goes down. Now, since they didn't put the teacher's name out there, I don't know specifically who the woman is, and she'll probably get a job teaching somewhere else and have the opportunity to go somewhere else and damage somebody else's kid's psyche or self-esteem. Now, I think, in my opinion, her teaching certification should have been canceled, terminated, whatever the case. She should not be allowed to teach because she exposed herself. Anytime you're going to tell black kids, raise your hand. Yeah, y'all, if it wasn't for the Constitution, y'all would have been my field slaves. What, what, what the heck? Come on now, lady. I think just letting her resign is a slap on the wrist. So I'm not going to get myself and my blood pressure up, but I'm just saying. This is red wine. I'm just saying, call it what it is. This woman is a racist. She should not be allowed to teach anybody's child, animal, inanimate object, nothing. She's a racist. Pure and simple, call it what it is. This kind of stupidity needs to be called out and checked and dealt with. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Now you're going to let her resign. Um, how many times are you going to go through the same BS? I'm telling you. You're racist, you're racist. Exactly. That's just crazy. Go get a job somewhere. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like you but just maybe take the- off your blue shirt and put on a green shirt and go somewhere else wearing your green shirt. Yeah. Why? You, you should be but flagged. You, know, maybe, maybe you should the- be marked. But maybe the parents should go after her because more or less she violated this civil right. Uh, yeah. That could fall under that. It is the rights umbrella. of the children. Right. So that's what I'm saying. You know, the parents. Um, you know, we as parents, we need to start going after the teachers, not just the school letting the uh, teacher go or reprimanding the teacher. I would, you know, go as far as, you know, you violated my civil rights. So it's it's about the principle right now. So. And yeah, all of this stuff to, about, well, yeah. Yeah, you know, we're going to send them through some mm-hmm. uh, sensitivity training. I'm like, well, give me a break well, with that. You know, yeah, that's because you know they're all they're all friends. You know, I mean, oh, they sure. all they, they all think alike. You know, all the all the white teachers and principals, you know, they they hired each other. They hired everybody that they know from the beginning. So therefore, when it comes time to discipline them, they're between a rock and a hard place because they all be drinking together, going bowling together, and doing everything together. And now you're gonna tell somebody mm-hmm. you're gonna. You're going to be ordered to do discipline. They all got the dirt on each other. So nobody could throw, nobody could throw anybody under the bus. But she wouldn't even discipline the child. You let this white child call this black child nigger oh, and yeah, fried well, chicken lover. Know, and when the child told just, her what this white child said, her response was, well, I mean, we're all a little racist. Well, then at that point, right. But see, at that like, point what? there, you're in the wrong damn school. Or something. Like, you 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 got to yeah. just make a move completely. And, and that, that's what gets me, too, when a lot of black people, 
lot of black folks finally come to their senses, you know, when they get, start be looking real foolish because they've been kissing white ass forever, and then their child get compromised, and they finally come to their black ass senses. Mm. But you know, anyway, that's all. Mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Can't open that can. All yeah. right, we're gonna keep moving. All right, keep that can. Yeah, keep it moving. We're going back to you, Papa right. Didi. Living yeah. for the city. I'm working What's overtime here. Yeah. Uh-uh. Well, you know, I got think, I just think the term that Black Lives Matter has been that 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 was long overdue. That I think that particular uh, saying or slogan should have been out a hundred years ago. Mm. Easy, you know, easy. I mean, like you, we said earlier, like I said, that that story that got that I didn't touch on about the uh, cells from the lady, and also from the the move fire uh, back in West Philly years ago, come to find out that uh, Drexel University, I believe it was Drexel University, ended up with the bones of one of the children that were, that was, you know, burnt in the fire. And they're saying, well, how the hell did the bones of this child get in a Drexel University laboratory that they've been showing to different students for years? And here it is, the the early 2020s, and this happened back in, what, 1985? And, and how did Drexel University get a hold of bones of one of the African? Um, well, their last name was Africa. Mm-hmm. One of their one of their remains in '85 in a fire in West Philly, end up in a university to be tested by students in a lab when they, them bones should have been buried in 1985 with the family, with the kids, and in, in the proper funeral burial. So how do white folks get a hold of their bones to test them for? whatever the situation is. And then, like I said, it, and I even seen on shows, and they would show these different shows on that network. Uh, what's that network they would show ladies having babies and stuff on on that network? It wasn't Lifetime. It Discovery was uh, Discovery. Yeah. And mo- most ladies, they showed having babies with black women. You know, they're breathing hard and push, push, and then they don't show the actual vagina or anything, but they do show the damn baby popping out and the umbilical cord and all that because white women don't go for that shit. And black women just get, I don't know, and they're not even offering them money. They just give them a little story, a little Well, it'd be great science. It'd be, you'd be doing a great service and teaching other people, you know. And, and like I said, we were raised to be so nice and so kind that people take advantage of us on all levels. And that's the real fucked up thing about, you know, the kindness. Like I was saying with Trump, with him being a raising hell badass, he never learned to be decent. So therefore, all he knows is savageness. And that's all he did with four years as the president was been savage. He just been savage, firing people and everything. And like you said about the postmaster earlier, you you can't even see. The question was, how did the other postmaster lose his job? And it's unknown because Trump just said, get the fuck out, without question. And the board people were so scared of everything Trump done through his presidency so far for the first year and a half. They would say, oh, okay, 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 well, we, we agree, we agree, we agree, we all agree he's gone. You know? Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, I think right now, Biden got other stuff to do. This is why he ain't focusing on the postmaster. Is because he's trying to handle Afghanistan and trying to handle, you know, the the uh, infrastructure and all the stuff they're trying to do with the debt ceiling and keeping the government working and the and the government not shutting down and keeping America's bills paid. 
and keeping the interest rate in perspective. That shit takes time and effort. That takes paying attention to shit. But mm-hmm. Trump didn't give a shit about none of that. That's why the world was so messed up under his watch, it wasn't even funny. But them dumbass people that's following his ass thought he was the greatest thing since sliced bread. And they still do. So all this is to be continued. To be continued, because it's rough as hell. Yeah, you're right about that. It's rough as hell right now. Arrogance is a, uh, arrogance is not going to win. And them Republicans are going to soon find that out. All this on TV, you see them every day. They're arrogant. They're just, you know, all they do is just talk belligerent. and That shit gets old, man. People get divorced and all fuck. Man, these Republicans, you'd be surprised their backstories. Anyway, uh, we're going to move on. Okay. That's all I got on that. Okay. I did have a follow-up for you. I looked it up to find out what happened to the previous postmaster. It was a woman, mm-hmm. her last name was Brennan, who was the previous postmaster. Mm-hmm. Trump mm-hmm. was pissed off at her because he didn't want her, for whatever reason, to have the job. He kept riding her and riding her and complaining about her. She retired. She oh. finally just got to the point where she said, you know what? I, I well, that was, but that was his way of getting around the it, whole situation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But he didn't actually but, fire but that's, her. But the, he just kept, but my kept question, on digging but and my, digging but, until but, she decided to retire. But my question is, how do you get around anything when the whole world's watching? Well, you know, he doesn't care about that. He just kept on making yeah, comments somebody about how the postal service is losing all this money. Uh, this person is not doing a good job because if they were, well, you know they wouldn't be in such Let a, me in tell a you hole something. like they are. Let me tell you something. And she finally just said, you know Let what, me I'll something. resign. You know what? I don't, and I'm, said, I'm, I don't need to say Let me say this. I'm going to say one thing and get hey, off hey, my hey. soapbox. Okay. Let me say I'm this right. one thing. All right, one thing. If you think that going around and cheating on your mate you can only get caught by your mate, then you're crazy, okay? Mm-hmm. If they got brothers, sisters, aunts, uncles, cousins, nieces, nephews, and you walk around going to movies with somebody else holding hands like it ain't shit, and I'm saying that with Trump is that you think everything you do is so fragrant that you could do stuff so freely and openly, somebody is paying attention somewhere. Always. Anyway. I'm yeah, that was, I was just giving you that info. That's, that's well, that's, what that, was his, that was his move. Yeah. He pried her out because he knew the rules. Yeah. So he pried her. And, and she was another person. He kept her about oh, you made the deal to Amazon and now they're making all this money right, well, and you're losing money. Which going to show you pay attention to postal shit but the world's going to shit. Exactly. And that's why I said Biden is paying attention to more serious stuff. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to Hollywood? Or yeah, we're going to Hollywood. No break? Nope, keep it moving. Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me All right, we got to get to the next one. Let me 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 get to the next one. Once again, filed for divorce, apparently filed Wednesday in L.A. Court, Supreme Court, all while he's in hospital with pneumonia. Why can't you do both? You can't be in court and in the hospital. So that doesn't make sense to me. Okay. Uh, manager, he goes on to say, um, went into the hospital four days ago. Doctors initially thought that he had 
COVID-19. And uh, they put him in the COVID ward. But apparently mm. he did not. He had a bad case of pneumonia. And from reports saying he's saying that no one has come to visit me. My thing is, if you're in a COVID unit, ain't nobody coming to see you. So you might as well forget that. You got that uh, right. He said, he said, my, he said, my, I'm not, come on. If anything, your parents will be there at least. The wife might not be because you keep going back and forth, you know, trying to get a divorce. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. We, that, that's, 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 we're going to take, put that out to the jury. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen with that. Um, also, Tamar Braxton hints at return to reality TV. Here we go again. Um, earlier this week, during a performance, Tamar revealed that she and her family have plans to bring back their popular reality series, of Braxton Family Values. Oh but my. they're going on a new network. Right. Yeah. So, going to see how that, that transpires. But, I mean, for her to go through all this mental breakdown and everything, my thing oh, is, why yeah. would you put yourself there again? But money is money, I guess. So, I mean, yeah. we'll see. We'll see what other network, you know, is going to pick her up. Apparently, they they probably been shopping uh, this around to some other networks, and hey, they say okay, it's a go. So we'll see. You have to keep watching. Um, also, Dave Chappelle faces backlash over a new comedy special, The Closer. On Tuesday, Chappelle dropped his last stand-up special for Netflix called The Closer. In one clip, he talks about rapper The Baby and his uh, controversial statements as rolling loud festival in Miami. He goes on to say, in our country, you can shoot you, you can shoot and kill a nigga, but you better not hurt a gay person's feelings. And he also hmm. talked about, um, he discussed the LG, uh, uh, LGBTQ community, spe- uh, specifically transgender women. So he's been making some jokes on that also, and people, you know, oh, yeah. they ain't seem too going, cool about it. You've been going in yeah. hard. Yeah. I'm like, okay, all right. Mm. I'm going to start throwing daggers at you. Don't start now, um, Mombina. That's what I'm saying. Also, Justin Bieber and uh, his wife may be having a little bun-bun, little baby. He's been hitting around about that. They're working on that. Uh-huh. Um, also, he has a new doc called Justin Bieber, Our World. It goes, I guess, about goes backstage and, you know, his concerts and, you know, his kind of transformation um, from where he was to where he is now. He's, he's kind of grown up. You know, we've seen him as a little boy. Now he's 27 years old, husband, maybe a father soon, so... Um, I'm going to check it out. Oh, okay. the, doc- the documentary came out today, so it's called the uh, Justin Bieber Our World. So, yep. All right. Well, you let me know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. <laughs> I will not be watching. Uh, it. Okay. Let me. Yeah, I mean, it might be interesting. Also, um, Patty LaBelle, she was in concert not too long ago. Her and um, Gladys Knight, and she Ooh. says Gladys Knight has been helping her get through. Um, the recent death of uh, the Dash uh, woman from um, the LaBelle's back in the day. She just recently passed. She was 76. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and, Sarah Dash. Uh, they kinda, yeah, Sarah Dash. They kind of did a tribute 
um, the concerts that they did together and everything. And um, she, she's she been helping her get through, um, you know, this particular uh, time for her. So I, I didn't realize um, Patty and uh, uh, Gladys Knight were pretty good friends. Seem like they are. So, I mean, that's a good thing. And okay. last but not least, my uh, 007 comes out today. No time to die. This is uh, yeah. uh, James Bond. This is his, his last go-round. Uh, mm-hmm. Daniel Craig. This is his last go-round. So, oh, yeah. He got enough of that money. Yeah. Hopefully they're going to be bringing in a new 007. Um, everybody's a buzz is about a new new black uh, 007 female. Her Ooh. name is uh, Lashana Lynch. Um, really? she, she's been on the Captain Marvel's um, Bulletproof, Fast Girls. These are some of the movies she's been in. Um, she's a British actress from London, England, 33, 5'9". So she's tall. She she got all the moves and she got the height. So uh, Lashana Lynch. So look her up. And uh, also Brandy. She got her thing going on, Brandy and Eve. Uh, they are starring this new ABC pilot called Queens. It's about uh, four washed-up um, pop singers. Uh, they're gonna try to get it back, get back to you know, get the group back together. So it's called Queens. So it's pretty interesting. So I was wondering what that, what happened to uh, Brandy and Eve. You know, Eve was on the um, talk show, uh, the talk. And she left, saying oh. she wanted to start a family and everything. But uh, hey, she's starting some other stuff. She's starting some new stuff now. So, kudos to her. So, yep. Okay. So that's did Brandy visit Ray up. J and I? Uh, no, no, she did not. <laughs> she didn't visit Ray J and I. Nobody came to see. No, nope, nope, uh. and nope again. So is that why he filed for the divorce from his wife because she didn't come see him? No, uh, uh-uh. they've been going back and forth, back and forth because, you know, they said they're gonna try to work things out, and all of a sudden, you know, don't want to be married. He don't know what he wants. She don't either. So. <laughs> uh, okay, that's that's Hollywood for you. So. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. It's your Hollywood wrap up. That's it. Okay. He had all kind of info for us tonight. You know who I think should be the new uh, James Bond person? If they're going to pick a black Who's woman. Who's that? Who's that? Don't say Angela Bassett. Her name is uh, Kalitha Smith. Who is that? Kalitha Smith? Pull her up and get a minute. Kalitha? All right. Yeah. I think that's how you pronounce it. K-E-L-I-I-T-A. Kalitha Smith. Okay. Is she British? No, she's American. That was familiar. Oh, oh that's mm-hmm. not her. Playing the Bernie Mac, Kalita. Yeah, Bernie, Bernie, the Bernie Mac. Mac show. Oh, her. Bernie Mac's girlfriend. Okay, wife. That was his mm-hmm. wife. That's his wife in yeah, the show on the Bernie Mac. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Kalita. Oh yeah. 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 She's a beast. She's a beast. For her age, that yeah. woman is so in shape. It's not even funny. But they're really the at least the writer. The writers are really married to the idea that it needs to be somebody British. Maybe a British, British, yeah, but she, I, I just think Miss Smith huh? is a, uh, she's a That's what I saw one of the writers saying on some show. 
Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. A news bulletin, I just, I'm reading her IMD page, and instead of siblings, her brothers and sisters, I'm not familiar with Eric Smith, but Angela Bassett? Huh? Yeah. Are you saying Angela Bassett is her sister? That's what it says right here. The siblings. Wait a minute. It could be. You never know. Wait a minute. Are you serious? Could be. You never know. Wow. Look at what's her name. Look at old girl. They're they're sisters. The girl that played. uh, Mm. Okay. uh, Who knew? Who's the girl who play, uh, my last word. <laughs> I'm yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they both, they both bombshell. Uh, they both bombshell. Uh, and even yeah. Anza Bassett could be held. Anza Bassett got a little H on it. What's name? This sisters, too. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, uh, Samina Smith, she's 52. Anza yeah, Bassett, she's, she's up there in age, too. She's fine as hell. I got news for you. Anyway. She but, was uh, born in 58. Okay. Uh, uh, all right. Yeah, that blew me. I'm talking about the. Bam! I forget her name. You think of it, but she stars with Will Smith. Mm. I don't know. Back in the day, and she was in Boys in the Hood. Bevacca Fox. Nah. Oh, with the short haircut, Nia. Nia Long. Nia Long and what's name is sisters? Some more. Oh, yeah. the comedian. The comedian, some right. more. Yeah. yeah, they're both from Trenton, uh-huh. New Jersey. Boom, boom, boom. Trenton, yeah. New Jersey. Anyway, uh, the, okay. the kissing list, people that showed their butt, honey. Uh, Trump Trump won for telling officials to ignore the January 6th committee situation. Uh, it didn't happen. He said it didn't happen. I yeah, guess, he wants them to ignore the subpoena. He's saying he, 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 uh, they're trying to, he said it's a uh, witch hunt. He's saying that Fox, Aren't uh, they all? he's saying that Haitian people, they all have AIDS and they shouldn't come here. Okay, now the ex-teacher of uh, the Whiteville uh, Charter Academy who told her uh, black students if they're not for the Constitution, they're probably, uh, it, it would, they would have been her field slaves. Yeah, she's she definitely was, uh, on the kids. She was just racist and stupid. She's a racist piece of crap. Well, a lot of ignorance. Straight I mean, ignorance. But it's no excuse for racism, but it's no. ignorance. The ex-NBA players that did that medical scandal, you know, they're on the kiss list. Companies profiting from using uh, uh, Henrietta Lacks uh, cells uh, without her family's permission. And put Drexel University on there for using uh, the people oh, from the, the moon fire. That's right. Using their bones from the fire in 1985, and they're still showing it to students today when them, them bones should have been put in the cemetery with the bodies. Anyway, Black Lives Matter. Anyway, Mike uh, Lindell, the pillow guy, he still thinks that the election was stolen. He's still walking around loving Trump. Another person, like I said, what you going to do when Trump's not relative? What's Mike Lindell going to do, smother himself with a fucking pillow? Anyway. Wouldn't that be something? All the billionaires and ultra-rich people busted in the uh, Pandora uh, papers to hide money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the Swiss bank accounts yep. and all the, all the people spreading vaccines of COVID-19 lies. Uh, Mary Beeman, she's the campaign manager of uh, the, what is that, Guilford Republic, Republic School broadcast candidate in Connecticut. Oh, yeah. And helping kids of colors to feel they belong has a negative effect on white people. Yeah, she anyway, can definitely she, be on the kiss at least. She reacted. Also, uh, let's see, Nikki Haley, she's a former U.S. ambassador 
whose real name is uh, Nairama Rohasha, telling the audience that she uh, she was a, a brown girl, grew up in in the South, America, and she's not, which is not a race. Grew up in the South, and America is not a racist country. Yeah, it's not a racist country, but you change your name to fucking Nikki Haley. Exactly. Well, your name but was already Indian or Native yeah, American she, or something. Yeah, and she straightened hair, put on makeup, and all that stuff. And also, last but not least, I knew someone was racist from the beginning. Barbara, uh, what's her name? Corcoran. Corcoran. She's a lady on uh, the skinny lady on uh, uh, Shark Tank. On Shark Tank. Well, she's a little whore too, because every time a man come on there with a nice body, I see her nipples getting hard, and she's, <laughs> she's crazy as fuck. And every business she gets behind, when they show the backstory how well they're doing, they're all white. But she she did a joke that shamed uh, Whoopi Goldberg as far as uh, I guess it was a weight Their situation. Weight, some kind of weight joke. Yeah, she said some joke that wasn't didn't fly over at all. Did not realize how smart the women on the View are, how keen they are, mm-hmm. you know. And she tried to throw it in there, and she didn't get. Why they bring her anyway and didn't bring Lori in there? Lori's a real sharp woman. I don't know. So, but her, she came there with Mark Cuban and uh, Damon. They were all on the View. Anyway. Okay. Um, with her. You got anybody else? No, that's it. Okay. Also, I've got Thermo. What's that company, Kel? Thermo Pfizer Fisher. Whatever that company mm-hmm. is. Over yeah, the Yeah, Thermo Fisher. Yeah. And yeah. the company that, that can keep the, your farts in Making your drawers. Making money. So. Oh, yeah, that company. Mm-hmm. Keep your farts in your company company. with the carbon something sheets and the underwear to block the farts. Okay. Uh, Kellogg's. Mm. Put them on the kissing list. They're trying to not negotiate honestly with the people that work there to make all the cereal. Nobody cares about a union anymore. They just, everybody want to make free money without rules. They're trying to make plenty of money and not pay the price. That's right. You sell your land. They're on the list. Um, I'm putting Christopher Columbus on the list for starting that live from the beginning, talking Mm. about what you discovered. Just because you was fucking Queen Elizabeth. You're a liar. You got some boats and shit. And also we have Mario, the guy who tried to hire a psychic to remove the curse. That his girlfriend put on him or something. How are you going to get money from a court from a psychic? Yeah, I'm like, dude, they don't give guarantees. But psychics, They just take your money. But psychics have a uh, client privilege, don't they, like doctors? Like a doctor? Probably. And I know they don't give guarantees. Right. So. Okay. You stupid. Uh, go. You got anybody else, Kel? No, that's it. I got it covered. Oh, okay, well, we have a... Did I get him? Yeah, Postmaster LaJoy. LaJoy. Put board. him on the list. All right. Yeah. All right. And that board of governors. And the board of governors. With him Except for the one black man that's on the board. I'll let him yeah, have right. a break. He fired a woman, too. <laughs> he fired him, too. Anyway. Okay, we have a special prize for everybody on this week's Kiss It List. And here it is. my entire
All right, welcome back to John Party. One of your hosts, Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Hey. Ho. Hip Hop Parade. Mm-hmm. Bonsoir. <clears throat> hey, we getting ready to get up out of here? Okay. It's time for the we last got, word. Uh, give me a second. We got about four minutes, three minutes. What's your okay. last word, Papa D? My last word is to stay woke. <laughs> stay woke. I saw another guy today in a in a Mercedes Benz. I didn't know guy. I don't know a guy, girl, driving reckless as hell. Like I said, with dark tinted windows, hmm. made two reckless moves with tinted windows. Add it again. I don't know. Like I said a few weeks ago, tinted windows make people think they could do whatever they want to do. All it's right. Some scary shit. Well, my last word is call it what it is. <clears throat> Let's stop sugarcoating stuff. If you, as they say, if you see something, say something. Call it what it is. Mm-hmm. That's my last word. What's your last word, Kev? Wow. I have no words tonight. <laughs> I think this Angela Bassett and this uh, Kalita Smith got me, so I'm speechless tonight. But uh, Yeah, you know, I, I didn't know that, but I did read up on her at one time, and maybe I saw that connection, but I didn't pay it no mind. But uh, Wow. Right. Yeah, that one got me, too. But she's a right. bad sister, well, though. She really is. They both are. I oh, mean, yeah. for her age, yeah. for her age, she is so damn sexy. It's not even funny. Okay, Papa Didi. Anyway. All right. I'm going to leave that well, alone. I, but I'm going to put it out, I'm put it out word, So I guess mine is over with. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to say goodnight, and we'll do it again next week. Thanks to everybody for hanging out with us. Uh, tell a friend about the Pajama Party Show. You can check us out on apajamaparty.com. Don't forget the A, pajamaparty.com. Thank you so very much. Uh, we're going to say goodnight, and we're going to bounce. Say goodnight, Papa Didi. Goodnight, everybody. Say goodnight, Kevin. Goodnight. And goodnight. Bonsoir. Arrivederci. Adios. Ciao. Till next week. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabadeji, Sayonara, and all that sort of shit. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Jabiko, Sana. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Put some of us today. Rolling that day. Rolling up my day. Put some of us today. Party crew.